I'm excited. I've never had those before. I don't know if that's involved. Can you have to play music first, or you just what are you doing? Right? We just ain't going in because you can't really even hear the music. Oh. Add that post at it. So you just let me know when you're ready. Everybody good? We good. Everybody good? Yeah. Scared. Thumbs up. <clears throat> All right. So you say you already rolling? Yep. Recording the video and everything? Yep. Right. Good. Yep. Good. Yep. Welcome, 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 everybody. You are watching the Bottle of the Bottle podcast. I think this is like episode number 20. I am your host, Charlie Three Times, a.k.a. The Last of the Dinosaurs, a.k.a. Big Harambe Back. I got my co-host with me. Hey, it's Jig. <laughs> Yeah. We all know. <laughs> and we got a very special guest today. I got two people from my favorite, now let's say my favorite restaurant right now, because I've eaten there a lot, and y'all Ooh. got the pastries, the drinks, the food. So, my favorite restaurant, Foco. Y'all can introduce yourself. My name is Josh Gonzalez, Foco. I don't have any nicknames. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my name is uh, Paco, and I go by uh, Paco Garcia. That means Mr. Fast. Just, you know. That means Mr. What? Mr. Fast. Mr. Mr. Fast. Mr. Fast. Because <laughs> yeah, you run fast or? Because I cook fast. Because you that was gonna be yeah. my next my next uh guess was that you cook fast because that's most of the time why we come to y'all, because yeah. we know we gotta get their our food really fast. Quick. And it's fire. It's and fire. it's fire. If you haven't been to Foco, Foco is in Logan Street Market. It is my favorite restaurant. I remember I used to never catch y'all. I would get their 315 clothes. Damn, it was terrible. Yeah. Every time I see them walking out in the parking lot dancing, I'm like, oh. the early hours. <laughs> they're definitely off. <laughs> they're definitely missed out. Uh, well, Josh brought us tequila today, so normally we supply the bottle, but they were nice enough to supply the bottle this time. I think y'all are the first guests to do that, which I yeah. think is speaks to... Uh, Character. Not Americans. <laughs> 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 but uh, tell us about it because I actually know nothing about this. Uh, it's a silver tequila, uh, Fortaleza. Um, it's like a fifth generation farm. Um, and that's about all I know. Not to put you on the spot. I didn't know this was like something like... It's my favorite silver. Okay. Um, I didn't know if it was like kind of a home... home Bat for you or something nah, like that. Just my favorite silver tequila. That bottle is shiny. The bottle is fancy. Like, bottle that bottle is shiny. Uh, <laughs> the cork is like handmade. It's supposed to resemble like the agave plant. Okay. Ooh. So we're going to take a shot first and then I will pour the um, non-chaser ridden shots of tequila that we'll sip on with ice because we're going to do it like the homies do it today. I will. They showed up with no chaser, and I was like, oh. We are real okay. Mexicans. <laughs> That's how we're going to be doing like they do it in Mexico today. Uh, me and so. Zing have been, like, thrown in the air so much. We eventually going to do it. We're going to get up and go to Mexico. We like, oh, we dude, go. I have to go. Let's take this shot, though, because it's the first thing yeah. that I want to kind of talk to y'all about. Cheers. Salud. Cheers. Salud. 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 This feels good. <laughs> Cheers, Josh. Saludita, man. Saludita. This smells amazing. Ooh. I enjoy that a lot, actually. 
super smooth. It is very nice. It doesn't have like wow. a big like nah, yeah. or anything. Might have poured Spencer one on down. You know he's a tequila drinker. Yeah. Like Spencer, tequila? would you like yeah. some? Yeah. Anytime I drink a tequila, yeah. I, I pour him up a shot. I know. The last couple, I'll take a shot. Oh yeah, yeah. So, what part of Mexico are you all from? Um. I was actually born in Kentucky, mm -hmm. but my parents, yo, yeah, shout out Kentucky. <laughs> uh, my parents are from Michoacan, Mexico. It's uh, on the Pacific coast, okay. three and a half hours southwest of Mexico City. Yeah. Very nice. Have you been there before? Yeah, I was really fortunate. Um, I grew up going like every two or three years. Mm -hmm. um, and then as an adult, I go back every, about every three years. Every three years? Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. What's your favorite part about it? Um, my parents are from a really small town. Mm -hmm. So like that, just that community vibe, like Can't everyone knows everyone. Can't get that here. Maybe like in New York, a little bit of it here. It's hard, but that's actually why we like, I think why we like Shelby Park a lot, because we get to see a lot of the same faces all the time. Yeah, there's like community there, like, like yeah. a family Facts. at this point. Yeah, that's one of the things that we've been talking about a lot more recently is how, you know, Logan Street in particular has a very strong community sense about it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have people who are coming in over and over again. Charlie says, you know, lots of camaraderie and to say in his words. Uh, do you think that that helps you all kind of like feel good about having your place within there? Absolutely, yeah. Because obviously, you know, you have like the... Um, you know, the word gentrification gets tossed around a lot. I got into some, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. I got into some <laughs> arguments on, on uh, Twitter and I had the back, I had Logan Street Markets back. And it's, a lot of other people did too. And it came to a nice understanding. Um, but I'll bring that up later. Yeah, sure. that's I a, to rush we want to have a whole, a whole <laughs> talk about that one because yeah. there, there are a lot of opinions floating out there. Oh, yeah, what part of Mexico sure. are you from? I'm from um, the state, like, Mexico City, okay, um, but the outside, okay, probably nice. like forty-five minutes from Mexico City. Okay. My mom is from Tlaxcala, which is like two hours out of like Mexico City. Okay, how long have you been in America? Uh, ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Okay, so you, this is home now. Then. Bless for <laughs> real. Like I feel it's home now. Uh, yeah, like all my friends, like all the connections that I have built, like you guys, mm -hmm. like. I don't know, like, I don't think I can just go back and, just like and erase everything. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, I've been asked to, for my mom, like, hey, when are you coming back? But I feel like part of me is already here. Yeah. yeah. You still go back and visit all the time? Yeah, I visit, yes. Mm -hmm. I hear you. It's hard, like, once you start, once you're an adult and you start to make all these connections and got stuff going, it's just Friends, like, right. man. like hard to see. Family, like really though, Josh yeah. and that, he's my brother. Mm -hmm. yeah. Definitely. So are you all related? Uh-uh. No, it's just like by heart. Yeah. 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 So how did y'all meet then? So we met at, uh, when we were working at Con Huevos. Okay. Yeah. That was like, oh. like five years ago now? Five years ago. Yeah. Can Huevos is your family? No, no, just friends. Just friends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I always thought that it was all like family related, but so Foco is its own separate entity of just YouTube. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. This makes more. We sense. split off and did because Paco was the executive chef there, mm -hmm. and then I was managing, 
And then, you know, the time came. Yeah, for y'all, us to y'all had all y'all needed. Was like, yeah. <laughs> everything y'all needed was y'all. So. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. So, who, who's making these pastries? Yeah, that's a whole ass another story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's making these pastries? Yeah, so his name's Diego, our pastry yeah. chef. He's from Oaxaca, which is like the the furthest south of Mexico. Is it is it the furthest south? Mm-hmm. It's Chapa? like a mountainous city. Mountainous city, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the city is surrounded by the mountains. Um, uh, he was on a tour through North America. He's a big traveler. He's a biker. He loves traveling. Um, he was traveling to North America, and he was visiting someone from here that takes a group of students to Oaxaca every year. And he came into Conuevos once. He was supposed to stick around for like just a few days, and he ended up sticking around for a month. He just partied and just traveled for a month while he was here. And he was like, "All right, fuckers! Like, if you ever come to Oaxaca, like, give me, like, let me know." And then he hit us up, like. The month that we opened, actually, mm-hmm. no, the week that we mm-hmm. opened, and he was like, hey, y'all, uh, I met a girl from Wisconsin, and we're moving to Louisville. Uh, do y'all have a job for me? And we were like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, I love that. Yeah, so, so he just stuck around and just developed the, the bakery program. Yeah. And it is gas. If you haven't ate the fucking bakery. Fogo got the best donut in the city. Yeah. It, city, we gonna say the city. Maybe the state. Maybe, Maybe. the state. Maybe we have to, I have to stop myself from ordering them too much so yeah. that I can keep my excitement. Those donuts are magic. Oh They're so good. I don't know how he does it. And Charlie came home one day and said, I think I had the best donut I've ever had in my life. And I was just like, oh, okay, yeah. And then I, oh, yeah. I ate it, and I was like, this might be the best donut I've ever had in my life. He said, I thought I was lying. But, I mean, like, you hear best donut ever, and then you don't really think that it really is, like, the mm-hmm. best donut ever. But it, like, really low-key is the best one. That's a big praise, man. I appreciate yeah, that. Nah, yeah, and that chicken sandwich is crazy. And it's, the fact that it's different every time. It's still crazy. <laughs> 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 it's on we have to work very hard to find the best yeah. like fried chicken sandwich so that was, we were tasting out okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah so part of like when we when all the restaurants shut down or when we really got hit in march yeah. we kind of switched the menu up to be like a little bit more like comfort food so that was a new menu item so i mean the awesome thing about i mean puzzle to make anything tastes good i mean he just understands i don't think i've ever had a bad meal from you all i appreciate that yeah, yeah. i mean y'all have saved us numerous numerous times like and whenever i we can't think of what to eat it's always like okay we're gonna go to foco yeah like yeah. if we're indecisive it's like we know that we can come get food that we're gonna be happy it's gonna be comforting like you all really have what i would consider one of the top restaurants in the city right now Appreciate you really, that. really, really, really Thank do. You. Definitely, definitely. I'll drink to that. Yeah. Mm. Salud. 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 So then, how long have you been cooking for? <laughs> how long? Have, what? How long have you been cooking? Um, 10 years. Like, the 10 years that I've been here, like, I started as a dishwasher, but I have, like, a little, a small task to, like, cook something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, about, like, 10 to 9 years. And but how you, long were you at Conuevos? Uh, four years. But you already been cooking before you got here. Like, no. So you just learned everything from cooking mm-hmm. and cooking chickens here? 
Wow. Yes. My first day working in a restaurant was a derby day. Oh man. The oh, dishwasher. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. They yeah. just threw you to the wolves. First the dishwasher day. didn't show up. I got the opportunity and I was just like, you know, why not? And yeah. the funny thing that in that day, I've been telling this story like a lot. I'm getting bored, but <laughs> um, my first job and derby day, you know, like they, all the servers and the cooks were like baiting for the horses. Yeah. I didn't have money. It was mm -hmm. my first job in the United States. Mm -hmm. The guy that took, took me to that restaurant, uh, he borrowed me money to bet. And uh, my two horses end up like actually winning the race. Oh, man. And so I got all the money. <laughs> Everybody was super pissed. But, you know, like he just showed up like that first day. Like, I love America. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, that, was, that was a sign for real. Where were you working at the time? Um, Mayan Cafe. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. Shout out to Mayan Cafe. Yes. One, one of the best restaurants in town. You've not, have we, we went one time for dessert because they were closed, right. but we've, you've had it, just not there because okay. I used to cater at Copper uh, Kings yeah. all the time. Shout out to my cafe, yeah. yeah. The lima so beans is, is, the lima beans is some are good stuff. The truth, for sure. Wow, so that's amazing. Like, yeah. show up, bet, win all this money, and then what happened from there? Mm, what happened from there? Um, when did you start actually cooking instead yeah. of washing dishes? Because I know washing dishes, that's how I started in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, you can't do that for too long. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to learn and I would remember just like the dishwasher machine was like here and then it was the line and I would just look at the guys like mm -hmm. how they were cooking until one day somebody quit. Then uh, they moved me to... The cook position, like a cook position, and I started cooking. Mm. And then I worked in some other restaurants. I went to culinary school, and then I became the executive chef of Con Huevos. Okay. And then we opened Foco. Oh, so you went to culinary school? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Nice. Right, so do you cook too, or are you just the face? Uh, I cook too. He cooks. I was, too. I had to hop in the line a few times while we were while I was working at Con Huevos. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I was always a front of the house guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then during COVID, like we had to lay off everyone, including ourselves. So I had to hop in the, <laughs> had to hop in the line. So it must be crazy to like have to go in and work, but it's like all time yeah. to go and just into the books, you For know. sure. How, how, how did y'all survive during COVID? I know y'all had to switch things. Y'all started offer a family meal. Or... Yeah. yeah. We just had to, like, pivot with the times. Like, we knew people would be, like, chilling at home a lot. And uh, there were times when, man, like, only one or two tickets would come in a day. Like, we would be sitting there for, like, 12 hours sometimes. Uh. <sighs> those, first few, those first few weeks, we had a soccer ball, and we would just... We had, I had the phone on me, so we would just kick around and dance or do something to kill the time. Uh, oh, man. It seems like y'all know how to have a good time no matter what, though, because every mean. time we come in there, y'all are... Seems like there's never a dull moment never. on the other side of the registry. Never. Mm. So to speak on Logan Street again, I know we mentioned uh, getting to it a little later, but I feel like now's a good time to segue. There are a lot of people who mention the gentrification of that neighborhood, the real estate being a major part of it. But when people look at Logan Street, I think 
that they see it from a different angle if they're yeah. not there on a weekly basis. Right. You know, like, because, I mean, there are certain things that could be priced differently. But I think from the way that most things in Louisville look, you kind of probably feel like you're looking at it from the same lens of like, okay, here comes all these people moving in, setting up shop, taking things over. Right. Um, but we always kind of ride on the wave that it is mostly minority businesses that are running the food in there. Yeah. Um, between you all and Zeba and Alchemy. I, don't, I mean, I think Billy's is probably the only white owned food shop in the whole city. Square? I think so. Yeah, and the cheese shop. The cheese well, they kind of do like cheese. Yeah. He's cool people. Shout yeah, Harvey's yeah. he's, he's sure. cool dude. So. Yeah, um, so with that being said, from your all's perspective, do you all feel like it's playing into it or do you think it's more of a, of a need that the neighborhood was missing before that? Well, I mean, I think like one of the big reasons why we chose Logan Street is we believe in accessibility. Like, Pop Up can, he can cook anything at any like echelon of like restaurants, but we really wanted to create a product that was like accessible. Like, you don't have to go out and spend $30 on a meal or spend like $17 on a fried chicken sandwich yeah. somewhere. Like, you can come in and you can spend 11, 12 bucks and get an awesome fried chicken sandwich with local bread or like fresh made bread. Aside, um, so yeah, that, and then I think like anything that you ever start, like the framework was there for the market, but like as time goes on, it's like evolving um, and it's becoming what the community, what the community needs. Um, so like the bodega, if you compare it from like when it opened to what it is now, like it's a oh, huge different. change. Like, it's very different. So I think it's becoming what what it needs to become. Yeah. What or what it nothing's gonna start out perfect. It's gonna start out and then transform to hopefully transform to what people need. Exactly. And if it doesn't transform to what people need, it most likely won't last. But I think Logan Street will last as we can go there. We can do everything we need, get everything we need there. Yep. As a like shopping grocery shopping wise. And the bodega's prices really aren't that bad. Uh-uh. I mean, I will grab a bunch of produce and everything, and then it's, I think from what it looks like, you'd think they would surcharge you, but they're really not charging you that and much then they're extra. Getting money. free stuff too, like they give away the free vegetables every day. So like, yeah, we could depend on what's free right there and what they got. Like it makes it easy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, shout out Logan Street. I think they're doing something good. <clears throat> I see a lot of my like ethnic homie. My homie, he don't got a restaurant there, but he set up like. Oh, he does the tomb sauce. He set up there. Oh, yeah, the tomb, yeah. Yeah, no, I love those people. The people are good people. And shout out tomb sauce. That shit's fire, Tomb, too. yeah. Surge. Yeah, yeah Surge, my Surge. dog. Went to high school with Surge. That's the garliest stuff I've ever... Yeah, it's oh, all yeah, garlic. Yeah, yeah. It just tastes... It's, it's so too, good. Man. How do y'all feel about garlic? I love garlic. I garlic. Yeah, you gotta put everything in, like... Oh, <laughs> like, man. Everything. Do you, do you disagree? No, I love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was going to be like, there's no way y'all don't fuck with garlic. No, no. <laughs> I've eaten y'all's food. That's the base of everything. Onion and garlic, pretty much. Onion and garlic. Onion and garlic is how you started off. So where are your all's favorite places to go since you all have the best place in the city? <laughs> <laughs> Toasties, yeah, Toasties. Toasties, Depending on the mood, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, how we're feeling. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. but 
I really like Jami Pollo. Uh, I love Yoni Pollo. Yeah. She didn't like it. She didn't no, like it yeah, every day. Is good. I don't think their sides are all that great. Mm. The sides could be better. I think. I, but the chicken is good. The it's chicken. just I'm not, I just don't get drawn to, to go there. I but, love Yoni Pollo. Could have been because it was close to my mom's house where I used to stay, but uh, <laughs> just like the way you look watching it, see the rotate, it was yeah. good as chicken. And it's the same every yeah, time. Yeah, every time. Uh, That's yeah. the same. And then the green rice, whatever type of rice that was. Uh-huh. How about you? Damn. Uh, yeah. I like chicken to me. Chicken to me. Um, chicken to me. Fire. Yeah. Uh, Red Hog. Red Hog. Red Hog's really good. Yeah. Red Hog. Shout out uh, Chef Noah. I'm killing it. Noah is great. He had his cute bartender. I worked there for a little bit. Um, I don't know if I ever saw y'all because I was always there during the day. Probably the same oh, time okay. that y'all were working. Mayan Cafe. Mayan Cafe's up there. Barbetti. 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 Uh, Barbetti. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I got a gift card, Barbetti. Y'all gonna see me this week. Oof. <laughs> we are not your card. And then the taco truck, for real. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Any taco truck. Yeah, Which one's that? Las Gordinas. Yes. Las Gordinas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that be in the parking lot by the cop smokers on the corner of like Watterson and Barstown Road. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. That's the home taco truck. And then I have to shout out to my mom. Mom, your kitchen is the best. Oh, I'm trying to hit up mom's kitchen. She makes some tomorrow. I was just there, right? I was. That's what I had for dinner today. So. Oh, I yeah. love that. Hey, Douglas in town. You know he's gonna come through with the pupusas. I know the pupusas. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. My uh, homie's El Salvadorian. He just flew in town. No way. Every time his mom sends him with a plate of pupusas to give me. So I love him. <laughs> I love him. Fire. Shout out to Douglas's mom and all the good mamas will be cooking for us. Yeah. Shout out to my mom. Sharing the love. <laughs> <laughs> my mama tried hard to cook and I love it. I know how to cook because my mom couldn't. It's like I had to teach myself. Otherwise, I wasn't going to eat nothing else but the same three meals for my whole life. <laughs> what were those three meals? Uh, five pork chops, shake and bake chicken. And honestly, probably some other variation of a hamburger helper. <laughs> At least she, she was creative. <laughs> I actually don't know what shaking big chicken is. I didn't know it was a couple years ago, dude. It's like where you take you like take a chicken breast and then you have this flour, flour type you like a brain kind of thing and then you just shake it up and throw it in the oven and bake it like Damn. literally exactly how it sounds shake and bake sounds great my parents are Jamaican so I was eating well my, my dad was Jamaican so I was eating crazy stuff growing up that was I was blessed that's why I learned how to cook just because my parents cooked non-stop all yeah. the time did you uh, grow up in Louisville? yeah I was oh. born here I got right. brothers and sisters who were born in Jamaica so much to love Tight. I was born here. I was the last one. So, so much spice, man. Like yeah. that. There's nothing like that. Yeah, I'm finally just not getting to the point where I'm getting tired of hot food. Like, really? Yeah. As oh. I'm getting older, it's like I'm getting heartburn. I'm getting like mm. I'm feeling it now. Man. I gotta slow down on this hot food. Getting old sucks, man. Do Do you recommend any Jamaican restaurant? My cousin got a Jamaican restaurant, Rooftop Grill. Rooftop Ooh, Grill. Yeah, that's the only one for real in the city, but it's, cool. it's fire. It's it's fire. We gotta check that it's out. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cheap. You can go get chicken. You can go get like oxtail. the, the, the Ooh, lunch special is like nine dollars. The the they the chicken, the uh, two chicken, two sides, and a drink for five dollars. Yeah, it's like wow. five ninety nine for like 
to piece chicken meal. Yeah, so. Okay, and it's like out. seasoned all seasoned all yummy and, and whatnot. Yeah, so the curry chicken, the oxtail, that's one of my favorite pieces of meat is the oxtail. Yeah. So that's fire and uh, what did you get what they get? The stew chicken? I get curry chicken. I remember where I go. Yeah, shout out rooftop grill. Shout out to all the restaurants in Louisville. That's one thing we don't like in the city is good places to eat for real. Definitely. Make sure you support your local restaurants because COVID done came through. Get out there. And tried to wipe people out. Mm. If you go out to eat yeah. and it's still slow, trying to wipe them out. Have patience because people are working their asses off right now. More than they already were before all of this started happening. Definitely. So, hey, man. Something uh, got to give though. Cause it's like it's getting, I know some city everything's back, but a little bit like... Bars and restaurants are still taking this hit still right now. Like, yep. Well, New York is just now opening inside dining at like 15, 20%, I think. Mm. So this whole time, New York's had to survive off of people solely eating outdoors for the most part. Yep. And if you didn't have outdoor space to eat at, then your doors weren't open type shit. That's That's why. I kind of use New York as like that base is like all right this is what's going on in new york this is kind of what we can maybe expect yeah yeah i think the difference though they're a lot more dense than we are so i think we've been able to kind of you know make it considering things are a little bit more spread out yeah so you know even though that is very true we should always kind of look to that it's like okay where are we on this gauge but they are gonna deal with it for so much so much more intense, I feel like, just because they're all on top of each other. Like, Definitely. subway on top of each other, the streets on top of each other, like, living on top of each other. So, you know, for them, for us to have been able to, like, inside dining at 30% back in April, yeah. they haven't even made it there yet. They're not even, Which yeah. is, like, kind of a crazy thing to even think about. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I'm wow. Like, I'm just thinking about Indiana, and I'm like, everybody's like, oh, let's go to Indiana. <laughs> if you're not from Louisville and you're watching this, Louisville's right across the bridge from Indiana. Oh, uh, yeah, Ankle Killer, you Spencer? Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh. Let, me get, let me go get you a chair so you can. No, you're good. Uh, we got a chair right here, too. You got a chair right here. Spencer sprained his ankle. He always come over here with injuries. Spencer oh, sure. injures himself every week. <laughs> I was just playing your ankle, man. I was running. I was trail running. Uh, oh, like, uh, like turkey, you know, like the silo, like turkey run park. Uh-huh. And I just like, there's like a little stump in the middle of the trail. Damn, just, yeah. that sucks. Twisted. Oh, man. It's well enough pretty instantly. Yeah. Be careful when you run. Oh, yeah, man. Take you some Have you breaks. sprained that ankle before? Oh, yeah. I sprained yeah. it like a, probably 10 times. <laughs> probably more that's the worst, man. Because once you spring it once, it's like it's prone to like yeah, I can keep like, slipping on you. I can pretty much like bend it or like bend them both. Yeah. Pretty, pretty too easy. Mm. Way too easy. Have yeah. you ever injured yourself on the job? Mm. Look at he probably got burns all over his arm. Only once, like. Uh, I've been I I born a quite yeah. That's <laughs> part of the job. Yeah. My whole arm is covered yeah, just, with burns. He's, did you work in yeah, um, I worked kitchen, kitchen on the line probably like five years? Damn. Yeah, it I, I, I was kind of fun to me. It looked like a video game to me, but it's exciting. But after a while, like you got like top dog, it gets annoying. Type For thing, sure. So. <laughs> Where were you working at? Uh, I started. I learned like the line. 
first was Texas Roadhouse. Nice. Just do the grill. And then I worked at this country club for like four years after that. Nice. And I ended up being like line manager. It was cool, making a little money, but it's just like, this wasn't me. Like, Man. I'm making country club food. Right. Yeah. There was no love. We, we should bring Charlie Papa to Yo, Poco, that's Man. Jamaican Three Papa. Right? Wow. Wow. Hey. Hey. I could make some fire oxtail, some fire jerk chicken. Let's I do trust it. those two. Uh. <laughs> I trust those two for sure. It was gas. But I, like, I love cooking. I still cook like we cook nonstop every day. Yeah, we cook a lot. A lot, a lot. I feel that's like how we grew up. That's like the beauty right now of Foco, like uh, bringing people in and like connecting and expanding our community and you know like yeah. having somebody else in your kitchen and like yeah. just growing that. Uh, just like. Uh, we just went to Nashville. We've been meeting some friends there. And we are about to, like, do a pop-up there. And it's just, like, not for, like, the sake of, like, make money, but, like, to experience and yeah. to, like, be in another kitchen and, and to, like, spread, bring people to another like, city and just, yeah. like... That's dope. I, I think it's so funny. I always see a post, and it talks about how real cooks don't like other cooks in the kitchen with them. But I think it's quite the opposite. Like, yeah. if you can share the kitchen with someone, actually, who knows what they're doing. Now, obviously, someone who's taking up space and in the way, you don't want that. But if somebody like, actually cooking, you respect that cooking. Yeah, it's like, why? That's like, fun. it's a really Definitely. beautiful energy to cook with other people. And I don't think that enough people really get to experience that with other people. Because, I mean, it's, a, it's an art form within itself. And I like, you know growing up, like, growing up cooking was separated, like, Man meets women's sides. It was like nobody like I never see my mom and dad co mingle nah. cooking. Like we co mingle on meals all the time. She'll do this, I'll do that. We'll yeah. feed off each other. But like growing up it was like my mom cooked, she cooked, my dad cooked, he don't want nobody in the kitchen touching nothing. <laughs> but, uh, I don't think I've ever seen my parents cook a meal together. No, nah, cooking a meal together, that's like that's bonding for real. Like yeah. It's life. We're cooking so we about to both eat, so we both gotta take real good care. Yep, you gotta respect each other's space. Mm -hmm. So I was gonna ask what the like the difference is between you know restaurant work in Mexico and then here, but it kind of seems like you all didn't experience much of that before coming over. But is there anything just from visiting that you all would say? Mm -hmm. It kind of just depends where you're at, because if you're in like a big city, like. Um, I w last time I went, I was in Mexico City and like Guadalajara, um, which are just like big metropolitan cities like New York. Or like, so you have your like fine dining restaurants and you have, which is like very similar to here. But the but best food is where? The market. <laughs> the market. You get the, you get the moms like. If they got two just, things on the menu. That's it. You want something else, go to the next. That's right. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> or you may have like a section where. Everyone does the same thing, and they're like, "Oh no, my recipe's better." Like, oh, no, my recipe's better. Um, but I guess that is something that is very different, like the mercados, the markets down there, because you don't really get to experience that here. Not at all. Uh -uh. And then maybe Lowe's might be one of the closest things. For I think real. so, like, for sure. That's what I was telling her. I was like, getting like the vibes. Like when I went to back to Jamaica and just be like walking around, and everybody just has. Yeah. What they're good at. It's like you can pick something here, pick something here, pick something here, and by the end of you got your favorite plate in the world. Yep. So I love that. I love it, it always is a big question to me, you know, how that seems to be such a staple in so many other parts of the world, but 
And I mean, also in parts of the, in the rest of the country, too. I don't know how Louisville missed the train on, like, the market, you know, atmosphere. Yeah. But there's really never been it's, anything it's like it. politics at the end of the day because of the fact that we have so many restaurants so they can lobby so well. Like, like even, like, like the trying to have a food truck or a food stall in Louisville damn near impossible. It's hard. Like, like, there's no point in it. But if you go somewhere like L.A., easy. You feel me? Because there's just, like, more people who want to do that so they can lobby more for it. It's like, right. There has to be, like, a guild or a union or something where people got to all, like, yo, we're putting our money behind this because right. we're not getting a fair share. Of it. Was, was Marketplace, like, it used to be, like, an open grocery? Like, On 4th Street? Like, this pike Yeah, I guess. Like, just downtown in general. That's what I thought. Like, I mean, possibly, because, you know, 4th Street was a whole totally different thing, you know, in the 90s, 80s, whatever. Um, I'm not for sure if that exact space was, but after you saying that and thinking about the way it's set up, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Because, I mean, I would, I would assume there was a market of some sort down there. Oh, CBD, by the way, if you didn't know. <laughs> CBD, legal in Kentucky. If you get pulled over and they say it smells like weed, just tell them it's CBD. They cannot search they you. They cannot search you. They cannot search if your car smells like weed because of hemp is illegal. Hemp is legal. Good to so know. So they say, this car smells like weed, they say so. You cannot remember because hemp is legal. There's a, we yeah. couldn't do the codes and shit. We don't know the codes properly. It's a Kentucky Farm Bill. There's some codes and bills that... So, Good to know, man. Good information to know, shoot. I would get like a legal CBD pouch or something. Just yeah, to like, Kentucky cornbread and Dot your eyes and cross your teeth and be like, this is CBD, so I don't know what you're talking about, and that's legal, so. Dang. It's a random note. Shout out to Cornbread Hemp for uh, that little drop of knowledge. Might throw that on the Instagram for you, Cornbread Hemp. <laughs> so, Charlie, did you grow up going, visiting Jamaica often? No. I went one time for two weeks. Yeah. And it was fucking amazing. Yeah. It was fucking amazing. I said my older sister and my oldest brother Damn. still live there. So I got hella family. So we was able to go where they stay. They stay in the mountains, kind of like, Damn. just like away from city. And then we was able to do a week at a resort where we was able to see the superior city. So it was cool. It was a time of life. I feel bad that I haven't been back in so long, but. I'm trying to go. Happy here, I'm trying to go, but for sure. it's just different. It's, it's, it's different. You feel me? It's like... When's the last time you went? Uh, I was 20. Okay. So, seven years. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it's about time. I got brother and sister I haven't seen since then. Do it, man. Yeah, I gotta go. I just gotta plan it. Cause I've never... I'm not a trip planner. I always, like, go on the cuss. Like, hey, you trying to go? Let's go. Let's <laughs> Yeah. I know like I try to plan a trip and Charlie's like why do we have to plan anything why don't we just wait till two days before we leave and then just book it and I'm like <laughs> uh, because that's how you end up with way more expensive plane tickets and, or the uh, cheapest plane ticket but you know sometimes it might not work out well, we went on vacation and we just winged it and we were just picking places the day before. Was it not fun and not? No, it was, but we booked our flights well before. You get, you before. get the experience of being we booked homeless, our flights well before that. I will say a one travel tip that I have learned is that if you do book your Airbnbs as you go, you can find really nice ones that are on sale because it's last minute. Okay. So that is not hard to do. But I personally do not like to wait on the plane tickets because sometimes they can go down but then there's sometimes where they'll skyrocket 
just depending on where you're going. Make sure you clear your cookies because if you search the same plane ticket twice, it goes up the second time you search it. And it goes up the third time. I really you like gotta that. make sure you, you gotta make sure you clear your cookies on your phone. They're getting sued for that right now. What? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that makes sense though. Yeah, you, I know you didn't see the ticket for 80 and then came back in the 400. What like, the fuck? Nah, it can't be like that. And I done bought it like a expensive ticket. I know I should just clear my cookies off. So have you all traveled much where else or you all kinda Mm-mm. I mean in the States. In the States. Yeah. Chicago, um, New York, Miami. So what you in the service? Nashville. Yeah, I was in the Navy. The Navy, how long? I would have not Eight years. Eight years? Yeah. You gotta do your research on the guests. <laughs> yeah. okay. over here. I'm about to get his mom on FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> you did the research. I'm just shocked, though, at this point. So I did not know that. When did you enlist? Uh, right after high school. I was 18 when I joined. Yeah. So I did. Uh, I did like a year and a half active duty, and then I did the rest of the time reserves. So I was here in Kentucky, here in Louisville, okay. but. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even know they did that here. Yeah. Hmm. There's a reserve center just off of uh, Southern Parkway. Okay, I never knew yeah. that. But I was at Fort Knox mostly. Wow. That type of job they get you out there. Yeah. I was a, uh, you asked what job I had? Yeah. I was a combat medic. Okay. Yeah. And she so, miss it? Hell no. Yeah, he got the life now. He be salsa dancing after no. that shit. <laughs> Four hours straight. The military is just a whole nother world. Yeah, dude, my man. sister's in the military. Shout out to the military people. I don't for blame sure. y'all for the bullshit, man. Y'all just working, though. Y'all That's doing what y'all gotta do. And y'all looking out for y'all brothers and shit. I don't blame the people in the military. They doing a, a nice service. But honestly, like sometimes it's like... Like for me, it was the only way out. Yeah. Like, I would, didn't get, I mean, my parents couldn't pay for school and I wasn't going to take any loans out. Like, I was like, all right, what the fuck am I going to do now? And I had a homie that had just joined and he was like, dude, you should do it. Like, you get money for school, you get to travel. I was like, fuck it, why not? I always said it's a good way out. Like, cause I was having a conversation with my homie. We was talking about, like, we was talking about when we was out in LA, we saw like whole groups of like people 19 to say 25 homeless, like a whole group of young homeless people. And I'm like, dog, and he's like, I don't get how you're that young and homeless. And I'm like, well, I mean, cause he's saying, I don't know how you burned all your bridges at this point. Like at 20, at 22, how'd you burn all your bridges? You ain't got nowhere to stay to where you just accept them being homeless. Right. And I'm telling him that at the point is like, some people was homeless before that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, some people, like we're in like foster care, so they get homeless. So they turn eighteen, they're homeless and stuff like that. And I was like, really, the only option is if you ain't got no scholarships, man, you gotta join the army. Like, you, to, yeah. you gotta join the military or something. Man. How else? I don't know how people are doing that. Like my sister joined; she she was seventeen, and I was like, oh, am I seventeen. Wow, my yeah. dad was seventeen. He moved from Mississippi to Louisville when he was fifteen years old, and then enlisted as soon as he graduated from school. Yep. And still in the military to this day. Actually, I asked, I asked him today, I said, when are you retire? He's like, Never. Oh, oh, he's still in the military? Oh, no. How, long, how many years is that? He's at 38. Holy years? shit. Yeah. Damn. He said two, he's trying to get two more and retire at 40 years. Yeah. Um, Yo, props to anyone that stays in that long. You're going to sit into war. It's 39th year and 364th Please don't up. even speak that into uh, existence. I cannot see your dad in war. 
I, he's too he's too lax like he's too just chill for that. I wouldn't want to be on the line with him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should shoot this man. <laughs> I'm like, you go back in the tent. My dad uh, rode around on trucks and tested the air for um, uh, bombs. Wow. That's some godlike shit. shit. That's some yeah. Christian shit. But he, he's been on the line a couple times. He tells me a story about how he's on the line and he said a soldier walked up while they was like in hiding because there was like enemy uh, like groups that were coming towards them. And said a soldier walked up and had a barrel in his face shaking back and forth and was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I gotta go. And he was like, okay, first of all, let's move the barrel <laughs> from out of my face. And... One Talk about soldiers? this later, you know. One of the hit soldiers? Yeah, yeah, American what? soldiers while they were in Afghanistan, I'm pretty sure. And Came then, to your dad's face? Mm-hmm. Why? Damn. Because my dad was like the sergeant. I don't know if sergeants are in charge. I don't know if he was in charge or if people are also really. And I mean, everybody's in charge of somebody. Yeah. Always. Right? So, <laughs> so, everybody's so in charge of somebody. I just, people kind of like are drawn to my dad for comfort and in general, he's very cancer like energy, the same as me. Mm-hmm. So she just came up and was like, I can't do this shit right now. And he was like, that's fine, but let's move the barrel <laughs> from in front of between my eyes um, real quick. Yeah, shout out to people who go through that, man. Go, I can't do it. I couldn't have went to war. I could have. I probably would have been a great soldier, but it's just like, nah. I just can't live. Like I said, I can't be telling people yelling at me. Right. Yeah. All this stuff. Like. Well, and also the thought, the lack of care that people get when they come back. You wow. know, they're all fucked up because they've been, you know, around bombings and shootings and everything else in between. And then they come back and they can't function in society. And then America's just like, well, sorry. So fucked. Thank you for your yeah. service, but we're just going to move on to the next batch. Wow. I was, at a, I was at a tank unit in Fort Knox and they deployed to Afghanistan. They were coming. They came back from Afghanistan. Shout out to the troops. Shout out to the troops. Shout out to the troops. Shout out to my sister, big sister. Shout out to my dad. never see uh, this whole She got a nice title in the army. She's fought in Afghanistan. Didn't tell the whole family. You just see it in the newspaper doing shit. Hey. You feel you? She didn't tell y'all? Nah. Why would you tell your family? This is George Bush was still in office type Afghanistan. Like, you know. (laughs) You know. It ain't now. You feel me? Like, it was a real deal, deal. I see. I, see. I wouldn't have told my people either. Yeah, but what were you no. saying? Oh, so I was, at a, I was attached to a tank unit, and they had just come back from Afghanistan two months before I joined. Mm-hmm. And every single person, almost every single person in their medical record had PTSD, can't sleep, anger management issues. Like, it's, it's wild, and it's sad that the resources aren't there for them to, like, to get the help that they need or it's often overlooked like they're just like no it's okay they're marines like they're supposed to be like they're supposed to be the strongest people in the country so of course they don't have to deal with emotional issues or anything people in this country who never even been to war still got ptsd true that is very true man. people see like people see a lot of stuff some people grow up seeing abuse some people grow up seeing like poverty like poverty has ptsd you grow up being poor as hell Definitely. You definitely got the post-traumatic stress syndrome. Yeah, you grew up doing crazy shit. Or not crazy shit, but just like survival shit to where 
people who haven't gone through that might look at you and be like, you, you okay? But yeah. if that's all, if that's how you had to survive, then that's how you're going to be. So it definitely makes for some wow. ill-fitting uh, behavior that definitely. is unnecessary because it could be, could be dealt with. Mm. We always get really deep sometimes, so I hope yeah. that's okay. What happens once an episode? <laughs> what happens once an episode? We always have to touch on something that's... But on a positive note, with PTSD, um, there's a lot of therapy going on with our good old friend psychedelics to help oh, yeah. people talk through those things more. Because yeah. we all know how it is when your serotonin gets pumping, you know, you can you, you can let it talk. all out, you be crying. Yeah, like things you've never talked about, you just start, you know, letting it out and... And you know, what's what's the group they could look into that could do more research that you gave? Drop the pencil for yesterday. Maps. Maps. So Maps is um, all about psychedelic therapy. So autistic adults they help out. Um, soldiers with PTSD they help out, and it's basically trying to showcase how both mushrooms and MDMA or Molly can really kind of like help your brain kind of connect better to. Um, Kind of let you just open up and talk about things that you normally suppress, which is where that PTSD comes from. Right. You're not going to talk about it because you don't want to relive it. However, these triggers come through and kind of make you relive that, you know, against your will almost, unless you're able to actually really sit and talk about it. So, Can you all speak directly on an experience you've had with like people psychedelic? Like so, helping people? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. One oh, of my yeah. favorite things to do is to get the homies kind of lit and then being like so what's wrong and then they're like and they cry for like two hours and then afterwards they're like oh this feels really good like i you know i'm not gonna name anyone of right. course but there have been definitely some people who have like been able to really break down some pretty awful thoughts who i've now been able to see actually progress later on uh, which I think is a really beautiful thing to to witness, you know, Definitely. like seeing someone be very vulnerable about things that they're scared about and then to see them do what they were scared to do and then become very successful at that. Like right. that makes me want to cry sometimes because I'm just like, wow. And, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of um, a lot of trouble with kind of just making those connections in your brain that allow you to be vulnerable vulnerable enough even with yourself. Yeah. For some odd reason, when that shit hits your system, it's it, like your whole ego I think drops. I does also is yeah. like allow the other person to become a good listener because like sometimes you don't want to bother your friends with some bullshit. True. A lot of people don't want to talk to therapists. They got whatever about it. So like it allows you just like especially if somebody's with you on it, it's like it allows everybody just to flow and you having that open ear who's ready to listen to whatever you say. I, I don't know. It's just like... But it's even it. useful too if the person that the, <clears throat> is facilitating the conversation is sober. Yeah, but just somebody who's open to hear it. Like, yeah, And then true. be comfortable with somebody who's open to hear it. You definitely like, feel like that sense of connectedness where yeah. you can like trust. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we had an, we had an experience. <laughs> Crazy. This is the day that we came I in. I was just like know? having this uh, on my mind and I'm... Right now, I think I'm going through something too, and just like thinking, you know, Diego the the biker. I think he's got the he's got, you know, he's our shaman. He's our much. shaman. You? 
Nami, oh. Diego. No, Diego. Oh, Diego is our shame. He sounds like a biker across America. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Diego curing my brother and, you know, like, making crazy. my brother, like, coming to life and, like, being his higher self. Like, it was at Z-Bar. Man. Yeah. Hey, my favorite. <laughs> what happened? Tell me. I need to know. So, he was like, Diego, his brother is very shy. I mean, just like, if you can imagine coming here from a different country where you don't know the language, like, mm-hmm. society is just, like, it's completely different than what you're used to. And, like, there's that, that sense of timidness. There's that fear of, like, no one's like me. Like, and Diego was really able to break it down and be like, like, dance. Like, let your body free. Like, let your body go. I don't know, Pablo, you can, rem- you can probably remember some yeah, of man, those phrases like, better. He's though, been, like, a, I'm, like, here, like, having all of, you know, so much fun and, and like, seeing my brother just kind of shy. Mm-hmm. And it, it took him, like, two sessions to actually, like, break up all, all, all of that. But, yeah, now my brother is just, like, alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh-huh. shit, like, I'm, like... Thank you, like, you know. Now Mind he's... a child like him. I mean, he's a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but... Just like... This, this shit is real, for real. Yeah, <laughs> you it know, is. It is real. It helps you connect yeah. to your higher purpose. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people who go through psychedelic experiences and the first thing that they say, you know, they're like, I feel like I now have a greater sense of purpose. It's, mm-hmm. it's the ego death, like I said. It kind of just like lets you just like take that little filter that you had that you think you got to filter yourself through for the world to see you. Kinda right. just like breaks it down and just allows you to just be you kind of. That's, That's what it. So like uh, the ego like tries to protect you like, but then also like when you tell something good to yourself, it's like telling you, okay, but this. And it's like, no, like, you know, I'm telling myself, like, I good things to myself, like, like, uh, looking for my purpose, like, yeah. for example, today I'm, like, telling myself, like, you know, my dreams, like, everybody's got dreams, like, I know you got dreams, you got dreams, you too. Uh, but then there is uh, the other little boys that when you go and you are very like into like something that like you can see it more and it's just like telling you but this could happen. Yeah. The butt. And it's yeah. just like shit. You gotta get rid of all those. Yeah, yeah. I'm not listening to you. Like <laughs> but yeah, like uh I think everybody needs to go through yeah. these little stages to like and you may Once have to you go, go down, you go up. Like, you may be good for a couple of years. You may have to redo it because the world is going to be that little voice in your head that's telling true. you you can't, you can't, you can't. The world's going to tell you that every fucking day. Yeah. So like, that might, that's going to work on anybody. Like, if it doesn't, you're strong as hell. But like, you got everybody telling you can't besides your maybe five friends and yourself. That's going to wear it down. So like, you catch it. I catch myself sometimes like, but damn, maybe I need to open up again, like get right back to it. You feel me? And I don't, I don't, like, I don't say everybody needs to do it. If you are happy in life, do whatever. But like, it works out. It's, it works out for some people. And there's natural things you do, like shrooms and such, that can help you find what you need other than these other hard shits that's been floating around the city and stuff. Like, Definitely. So, yeah. 
That's a good way to put it. Like, you're happy you don't need it. Yeah. Like, you know, but... Yeah. I'm happy that you all adopted a pastry chef shaman into your yeah, restaurant family. He I need to meet this, this human. He uh, wasn't a cook, cook beforehand? Oh, no. He's a third generation baker. Okay. Yeah. So it was just like... It was like, it was yeah. like you can tell. I need to be like, sir. You gotta... We have to kick it. We have to have a dinner someday or something. Yes, yeah. I would I'll love that. It. He will have us right now, like, ooh. Dancing, like... <laughs> no, he's so... He's got such a good energy. Well, like, I'm definitely happy that he was able to, to channel that for your brother because that is really an amazing, you know, an amazing thing. Now that, like, I think about it, like, in looking at him, like, way back, like, when he was, like, like, shy and, you know, like, for me, like, I was shy when I got here. Like, yeah. it was kind of normal. But, like, seeing him, like, going through that and, like, becoming, like, a, you know, like, happy and very energized, like, uh, I'm grateful that, you know, we have Diego and that he was able, like, to do that. Like, sure. I don't know if this is the time for me to, like, tell this. After the C-Bar, we got another... Like we went deep another day, mm-hmm. and and I saw my brother. Like uh, we went to the house, and I saw my brother like throwing. Like before, he was just like so happy, like telling everything that happened to him in his life, and like just very, very like open, mm-hmm. and. And then after that, Diego, my brother, he went to sleep. And then he woke up and then he started throwing up, like. Purging. Purging everything. And and then Diego, the baker, he's like, you got to clean that. I feel like during when we were kids, like, I put a lot of pressure on my brother. A lot of, like, I don't know, like, he always tried to be like me. He was like, like, by you, Paco, you do this, this way, you do the, that way. And I got to be like you. That's what he was telling me. And I was like, but, you know, like, man, I'm sorry. You know, like, you got to be you. Go your way. Mm-hmm. And since that happened, since that day, he's been really, like, taking his, like, power and, like, being himself, not, like, trying to be me. And I'm like... I'm I'm glad that he's yeah. who he is right now, like, you know, yeah. like, being happy and... That's dope. So, yeah, thank you for bringing that memory, like, really, yeah. like, makes me, like, looking back and, like... I, I feel kind of guilty, don't get me wrong, like, because, like, I did some things that when I was a kid I probably wasn't thinking. But then he... He became a happy person. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to change that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's that dope. is really good to hear. Yeah. That's good to hear, man. I'm glad we got to talk on that. Go do some research on that. Go Google Maps. I don't know the website, Jigmay. Uh, maps.org. Actually, I'm not going to butcher the actual name because I'm a little lit. So I don't yeah. want to say the wrong thing. But we'll, we'll put the link up. The Maps link is right here. 
the, Actually, the ultimate there. goal is to have a psychedelic therapy place yeah. for me. Do it. You know? Speaking, like, speaking of therapy. Really want psychedelic therapy to really be integrated into American healthcare because that shit is going to yeah. help us a lot more than what people... Shout out to the states. So it ain't all about popping a molly and sweating. Yeah. Sometimes it's about popping a molly and talking about your feelings. And getting yes. your depression. Yeah. Know? Talking about your feelings. Letting go and moving sure. on. But speaking of for therapy, what type of therapy Y'all get some dancing. I see y'all always Ooh, dance therapy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We know it's therapeutic. You have no idea. I mean, like it gives your mind a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's like basic human needs. Like we need touch. We need movement. We need like connection with someone or something. Um, and dancing provides all of that for you. Especially the kind of dancing that we do, because it's all like it's all partner work. So how, so how did y'all learn that? Did y'all grow up doing that? Like, cause yeah, I seen y'all I mean, moving. This ain't nothing y'all just picked up. I mean, <laughs> like, like, you know how Mex- I mean for Mexicans, like, yo, little Juanito just graduated kindergarten. We gotta throw a fat party. We gotta bring a band. We gotta have a I shit ton that. of alcohol. Um, oh, Juanito doesn't even know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like it's ingrained like that the the festivity, the festive yeah. part is just like ingrained in us since we're That's one thing I children. do like about like I don't know what you call it, Mexican dancing, I guess. Cause like from that culture, like like a lot of other cultures the dancing is more something more a lot in line, sometimes it's all individual. Yeah. That shit is so like face to face. Definitely. Like I don't know, I get what you're saying, it does provide that contact that with a lot of dancing, even dancing now, you really know face to face. It's all about back that ass up, like right. turn around, bitch, back that ass up, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that shit. And it's true. They play on some, they play a little Hispanic song, some Latino shit, and that motherfucker name people face to face now. Now everybody <laughs> won't, won't get in their feelings. So. Nah, it's beautiful. It's like sad. the salsa nights you all used to do were always so just wild. Are you behind that? We do. We used to do a few. Yeah. At the one at Copper and Kings. It was. A, were you all with that one? Or we did. You? did yeah. We. I did one at Copper and Kings. We were doing some at the market before COVID. Um, so I was super thankful because I had had the idea because me as being an American Cinco de Mayo. Oh, so right. I come to Josh and I'm like Cinco de Mayo and he's like no September because <laughs> isn't it some time in September is like actual. It's the actual Independence Day. Of yeah, Mexico. actual Independence yeah, Day. Yeah, let me know. I be going on Cinco de Mayo. I be going to my the restaurante and uh, <laughs> what's, what's, what's my place called? We be going where me uh El Mocajete. Nah, the place with the uh, restaurant. Uh, the grocery store. Oh, thanks, good. La Guadalajara. Nah, La Mexicana. Me preferida. Me preferida. Oh, me preferida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I was just thinking that because I think Cinco de Mayo fell on a Tuesday this year. Yeah. So I knew that that was going to be feasible. But then you were like, nah, you're like September. <laughs> and like, I really at some point just want y'all to have just this <laughs> like fucking baller ass fucking all Latin Turnt shit, like I like it needs to happen because y'all throw down. Y'all really do. Get my salsa. Were you that we did that Cinco de Mayo one, right? Where at Copper and Kings? Oh yes, think so. Were you there when that happened? Mm, Yes, like the. Salsa, the one we did on the second floor? Mm-hmm. Nah, that was lit. That, that was crazy, crazy dog. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but you, know, you in there? But also, like, I'm not. It's, if I don't think I was there. Not sure. Cinco no, because I was in. I would have been in L.A. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it was 2019, right? No, nah, that was like 18? 2018. Mm-hmm. Was it 2018 2018. or 2017? <coughs> 2018. <laughs> I think. I worked there those years, but I don't know why. I don't remember. Yeah. That was a fun event. But we yeah, we're trying. I mean, like that. what we like about Logan Street too. I mean, we just want to continue to like push that culture. Yeah. Because it's. It's not as scary as people think. Like it's really approachable, and like if you have any sense of rhythm, or if you ever played any sports, like shit's super easy. It's not that. It's not that difficult. Cause y'all were doing dance like nights up there for a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like we go to these events called congresses. Um, they're weekend long events. The last one we went to was in New Orleans. It was lit. <laughs> it was like Friday through Sunday. You get like. So New Orleans is already lit. Yeah, right? New Orleans, that's my favorite city. It's my favorite city. Too. <laughs> uh, uh, you do workshops, like all kinds of different styles of dance from like 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. You get a break, you can go to So y'all city. just didn't learn this at home. Y'all been practicing too. Oh, we practice. We <laughs> practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then all the instructors perform at like, just for a couple hours at night. And then you social dance from like midnight to like six in the morning. <laughs> So all night just dancing <laughs> you may dance with like 40 or 50 different people in one night and like people from all over the world it's like it's That's euphoric amazing. like it's we got to go to congress uh, have, man, go, next I'll time you have to come with us like you already created like coming with us in my skill it says in the gentleman's handbook that you know how to dance you should you not pull should. out a lot of different things not that just back that ass up shit i'll talk about you really you gotta be able to dance like josh and paco way yes for sure i i remember i had an experience out when i lived in italy and like people were really dancing and i was yeah. like all right i'm gonna have to <laughs> soup up yeah. and try and i mean like it was a lot of fucking fun. So it was my fun. first time ever kind of being in that environment. Yeah. And just being able to interact with people in a way that's a little bit more intimate, but yet everyone is still kind of like not intimate at the same yeah. time. Because yeah. I mean, no one's really looking at it that deep. So it's different. Like I actually had to bring this conversation up to like someone that I was dating at one point who was not familiar with like, um, dance culture mm-hmm. like there's a difference between something being intimate and something being sexual True. like i can have an intimate moment with my mom like i can have an intimate moment with my aunt like i dance i get to share that with them and it doesn't mean just because i'm dancing with different people it doesn't mean that i'm like yo, yo what's up yeah so it's it's i, I don't know like you touching on intimacy. Uh, that, that's a good way to split it. Like, they're different between intimate yeah, and sexual. Yeah, that's what I was trying yeah. to say, but you just said it so much better. Yeah. Like, yes, this is intimate, but it's not sexual. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I can see where people... And that's got to be a clip. That's, that's, clip that's fire. Sure. That's a, I never <laughs> thought about it like that. That's fire. I remember what time I walked into. What was that club called? Marquee on 4th Street? Marquee! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Man. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Don't bring that up. Marquee! I should have brought somebody to dance. I with. did the same exact thing. I walked in um, there and I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm alone. 
myself i was because there was women out there really getting it i'm like i can't go out there next to them they're over here fucking doing all types of cool and the shit man's doing it too yeah, like, he, you know, he got some he got the, he got an ankle showing in his like his pants high up and they getting no socks on yeah, they know, like, like, so, so did you, that was a, a good place oh for you all that's on the second floor that so. was when fourth street was like yeah. still yeah. Like, Tango, Marquis. Tango, um, yeah. Walking up those stairs, we're like, all right. All right, right boys. Yeah, 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 all right, boys. I mean, I see y'all for the rest of the night. Like, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good night. R.I.P. Uh, uh, Fourth Street. Right, R.I.P. Fuck. Fourth Street could have been a really cool thing for the city if it would have been done right. It's localized. Yeah. Local you know, localized, they come in and they're like, rent's going to be... $4,000. It's like, oh, okay, cool. But anything, now you know, anybody, if they do, because I, little Buzz, I heard 4th Street just gave, paid 30 million to get out there. Yeah, lease. little Buzz, so, we heard somebody paying 30 million to get out of their lease. Yeah. We don't know if it's true or not, but if it is. Yeah, y'all heard it here first. Breaking news. Breaking news. So, who else I just know somebody down, they said somebody downtown paid 30 million to get out their lease, and who else? Downtown. To get out of the lease? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. To get like out a, of their lease. <laughs> that mean they, they, they signed like originally on a long term? Like. Yeah, I'm sure that they probably signed like a year lease. Because I mean like it's like a, like a, to my knowledge, like a hospitality. Oh, like, I see. Conglomerate property owning <sighs> group who probably pays rent to the city, I would assume. Uh, does, does the city own? They own the land. Okay. That would make sense. So, yeah, so I would say they the city owns the land, and there's probably a company that operates the actual forestry. Okay. And they pay us rent to be here to operate. Um, and so they probably it's not a contract, but they've probably bought out of it from what we've heard. Yeah. Yes. Sir. Which is we should just go squat it and be like it's ours it's now because I've life. seen yeah. that work in other places. Like a building would be vacant, a building would be vacant, and they just market. go squat that shit. And then once they squat it, they make the city vote on whether who should own it and operate it. And I've seen people who squat shit win that shit. Dude, that was other countries. Can you imagine know, if uh, Fourth Street was taken over by us? people like us? Yeah. Whoa, babe. Dog. They make the most money they ever made. Ever. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, if you think about all of this, I didn't have this part of the podcast. I didn't have people from all over who would be like, just people like us. Dog. It would be, be a great little thing, bro. It would be so fire. Everyone would want to come to Volvo, man. Everyone would, would want to be that. here. Just for that. It'll be amazing. We gotta take a shot. Don't let them put a for sale sign out that motherfucker because I'm be like, everybody go squat for street. <laughs> Bring a tent. We ain't for two weeks to like give us this motherfucker. I swear. Uh, We've been having a good conversation. We coming up to this last little 
Sweet dig of a shot, and I just. It's not oh, even that far. I'll put a little bit in. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot we drinking shit straight in. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you were like, pour some shots, and I was like, I mean. Well, I guess we gotta kill these glasses first before we take these shots. So, what are we taking? Finish the conversation. We take these shots on yeah. progression, man. Ho, ho, maybe in 20 Cheers. or 30 Salud. years. This city look crazy, motherfucking. We done turned it up. We done started 4th Street. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I'm going. Damn. It's been a great episode. It's been good talking with y'all, motherfuckers, man. What Likewise. else you got coming up? I know you got these motherfucking, uh, I don't even know if I'm supposed to speak on I can blur it out. I ain't. The little the shirts and the clothes on for the the, oh, yeah. the Frank with Frank that yeah. shit fire. It's called you saw oh you yeah. saw some of it yeah, yeah. that shit fire. We're hyped on that. that well, you fire. all posted the menu the new menu today. Yeah, I think Frank is a great artist. Like I think he really developed a, a name for himself with the handwriting. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, a, it's an iconic thing for him now. Like, Definitely. You see that you know who did it. Frank been an icon though on the slip slide. <laughs> you know, Frank been the icon though. Frank been doing big shit. No, I I know I know I know, but that's saying now that he got something like he like wrote it down like. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Wrote it down. Shout out to Frank, man. Frank is um, We've kicked it with him a lot. Like the creative, like development of this has been, it's been we put some time into it. So like. I think it's reflecting into what he created. Um, we got a bakery coming. I don't know if y'all heard about oh, that. Y'all better. At least the info. Let y'all us know. Uh, that bread. She's making fire French toast with y'all bread. I remember we had some fire burgers with y'all buns. Like, did y'all make the bread for like Billy's? We were. Yeah. Y'all remember I've been there. We had some yeah. bread from there and that shit was gas. Yep. So the crazy thing about Diego is that we've been using, he's been using, he comes in like 6, 6.30 every day and he uses the, just a little oven we have in the range, like on the line. We don't have like a big convection mm -hmm. oven. So um, this oh, is going to allow. Like, you baking all day. All day. <laughs> like you really baking. Yeah. All day. Shout out Diego. Diego. He probably loves that shit too. <laughs> oh my god, that's so beautiful. Like, when was it? Like, three weeks ago, uh, I saw these eclairs on Instagram that were filled with uh, like Boston cream, and he makes this cream called Lechecia. Yeah, you had it. <laughs> he's like, yeah. yeah. Literally, the next day, I come in the next morning, and he's like, yo, check these out. It's, most beautiful fucking eclairs I've ever had. Like chocolate covered, filled with that uh, Oaxacan cream. Oh. Man, it really is a shaman, man. He's, so, he's, he's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, dope. That's dope. Shout out to Diego. I got to beat this, man. I probably yeah, already I'm met him before. Too. You, I think... Mm, we can have a dinner party there. right here, all of us. For sure. Because... Let's go hop in the big kitchen at Isaiah's where they we could really get down. Oh uh, yeah, we could do that too. Where's that? Isaiah's the Airbnb. This kitchen's crazy. Our homie has an Airbnb and he has a very fabulous kitchen and he loves nothing more than for people to come cooking it. And when are we renting that bitch out, man? <laughs> like and, okay, so that's the thing. So the if you if you all wanted to like rent out all the rooms and uh -huh. rent, rent out the thing, like we It'd be crazy. Big, they're cool with people throwing Four. parties like that. Oh, yes. we'd rather Four that. Rooms, <laughs> bathrooms, like oh. it's like a staycation. Steve showers, Yo. staycation is fun. All that shit, big bathtubs. Yeah, 
It's the spot. Paco. And yeah. the kitchen. Yeah. Like, like six burner rings. Yeah. Like, yeah. The kitchen ovens. is the highlights. Like, it's really? big sink. It's a great yeah. time. So, two big watchers. Yeah, like, we can definitely make that happen. For sure. Do something real nice. Because you all like to actually party as you cook. So, that could just be. A whole salsa night. Whole salsa night. Could be a weekend long event. Congress. Small yeah, what else, man? Don't say that to us. <laughs> no, we said it on camera, so we, we have to. Camera, we have to honor it. Yeah, that's just uh, that's it's coming. We can do that shit in two food, weeks. Music, man, it's so man. down. Yeah, we can get that. We shit keep our words. So. Work hard, play hard. That's how yeah, we roll. Yeah. 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 We'll, 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 we'll post a recap video. <laughs> <laughs> Promote it for the next one. Like Funko advertising. <laughs> I think it's a plan. Yeah, I felt We just spoke that into existence for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. Besides that, you said you got you got the line coming. You said y'all got what else you just said you had coming the bakery. The bakery. Um, yeah, you got a spot for it already. Yeah, it's in the market, just on the other side of the market. Like, so, are the party opening up now? So what? it's right. You know that entrance on Logan Street. Um, so it's between that entrance and where the barefoot like big garage window is yeah that workout spot we're gonna build uh two like concession style windows so it'll be like walk up you can see the whole operation um you'll be able to get everything coffee uh loaves baguettes sourdough everything everything that's gonna make um, it easier for y'all at foco yeah like, we won't uh, have to be doing so much. Yeah, you ain't got the coffee here, right there. Check it out over there. You can hit us both at the same day. Yeah. By the time you finish over here, they be ready. Get back, be ready. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be nice. So this would be really good. That's gonna yeah. be nice. I'm so happy. Yeah, that's dope. Like, like, I, like I, I honestly really didn't know the whole story behind everything, so to hear yeah. it like come from you all right now, like that shit's amazing. There's more. You didn't, we, didn't so dig, we didn't dig deep this time, but next time for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, thank you for the invite. For, yeah, for, you for know, sure. Like, yeah, you've been like uh, loyal customers. Like, Dude, I, t- I remember one time I said, Josh, we need a membership. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I think we can make that happen. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, I remember very specifically one morning dying on the couch and you all delivered oh, at that y'all point. Delivering, y'all like, started delivering. Y'all started delivering. I'm like, I'm like, call Foco. Uh, right now. Chicken sandwich. And then you just I'm like, I don't know if I'm drunk, but this chicken sandwich was different. No, because every time we're like, it's different, but it's so good. And I don't mind that. Like, I don't mind my chicken sandwich being different every time. Because it keeps it it interesting. Yeah, it keeps fire fire entire. I know what the bread was going to be like. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, there's only so many ingredients. It's a chicken sandwich. So, you got to do something similar. Because I think at that point, we were sending out, like, Sometimes we were sending out like the little mini like hoagies. Yeah. Sometimes we were doing the sesame buns. Yeah. They were both good. They were both <laughs> All good. of it was good. I would I say my favorite that. one was on the cinnamon, the little, the little small hoagie. But okay. I don't know it was my first one. Uh, the first one? No, no, no. Just because it was my first one. The first one hits different. Yeah. Yeah. The first one. But then I had it again one time. I had it. I was like, oh. 
They brought it back. <laughs> they brought it back. The first one we ever had, we literally sat there and we were like... And she didn't order and she didn't want it. I just had to make a taste. I said, taste this. She said, taste this. And I was like... Oh. But she kept looking at my sandwich. I said, no, you got your food over there. Quit my sandwich right now. It was so... It was, it was so uh, I'm so proud of you all. Thank you. Hey, man, this is the bottom of the bottom podcast. The bottle is done. We've been drinking on Fortaleza. You didn't tell them what this means? How you say it? Fortaleza. Fortaleza, I mean. Fortitude. Fortitude. I didn't say that earlier. Fortitude. Fortitude. Shout out to us for having Fortitude. Shout out to Paco's little brother, Diego, for having Fortitude. Shout out to Diego, the baker. The, the bakery coming Shaman. soon. Baker's baker coming Shaman. soon. The baker's coming soon. We'll meet you soon. The baker's coming Shout out to Chef Paco for feeding us and keeping me sustained during the pandemic. Shout out to Josh for serving us every day, being cool peoples and fucking helping the city. Even to the Sometimes the Josh shit. was the only people we interacted with the whole week. Sometimes Josh won't be, they won't be open. I'm like, ah, they're not open because they standing with the people. I'm like, ah, right. yeah, support, man. they support yeah. the people. So shout out, we ain't speak on that. Shout out to y'all for standing with the people and doing the right thing. Y'all appreciate that. Like, y'all really are right here with, with everybody. We're with it, man. Yeah. We all in the same boat, man. Like, always same, same ocean. Same boat. Boats, same boat. Our yeah. people are fucking out here in cages yeah, still, like, too. So that's like, just fucked up. I man. wanted to go there, but I didn't want to yeah. go there. But since you went there, yeah, that's fucked, fucked up, up too. Y'all people really look at the videos because there's evidence. Don't like argue with me and be like, oh, it's not happening. It's literally happening. It's factual. It's not like <laughs> Fuck a wall. there's a lot of kids missing. Who a lot of parents missing their kids. These kids will never be the same. These people will never be the same. Look it up. Google it. It's right there. Love yourself. Love yourself. Love the people around you. Love the world. Your neighbors, man. Because you feel without your neighbors, you ain't got. Y'all no are right. the most neighborly people I know. I feel yeah, like. Man. For real, like, we love our neighbors, man. Yeah, like y'all, some neighborly ass humans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And I respect that. But it's been a great episode. It's a bottle on a bottle podcast. I don't even know how long we ran, but it's been a great episode. I'm feeling the liquor. Shout out to Chef Paco, shout out to Josh, shout out to Jig, shout out to Spencer, Yeet. shout out to Foco, shout out Go to everybody. Foco, Logan Street Market, what are your hours? Let them know. 9 to 3. Tuesday, uh, Tuesday and Friday night, taco night. Till taco 9. Night. So you're all until 9 on Tuesdays and Fridays? Yep. And they're lit in there too. You're deeper then. Go to Foco <laughs> before y'all go to So Indiana. Tuesday and Friday, y'all should, should go to Logan Street at 8. Drink and eat tacos the whole time until nine, and then go out. And then go to Indiana. Oh, we stay tuned. We got a special, taco, <laughs> a special taco Tuesday coming soon. Okay. Well, what did you say? Yeah, special taco Tuesday. Ooh, special taco Tuesday. We oh, I forgot to say about our taco cart. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got time. I got time. Taco cart. I need to put that shit in. Uh, like, where the taco truck out here? Speak on that. Speak on that. We got time. So we got a. Uh, it's called tacos al pastor. Uh, <gasps> so vertical broiling. Um, <laughs> oh, we got plenty of time. Yeah, taco this. So we're bringing like that that street taco vibe to the city. I don't think there's anyone the in the city, huh? so... From the spit you know. to the taco. So where y'all from the spit? <laughs> we're gonna, yes, we're going to try to perfect that uh, technique from Mexico. Like where you like really like get the pineapple from the tap. And you oh, catch I it seen it on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, so I seen it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Onto the pork? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, 
I seen that. Yeah. I seen that. Like I, I be that's what I watch on Instagram, bro. I be in the <laughs> studio watching food videos on Instagram, seeing shit like that. That shit look fire. So we gotta we gotta practice. So 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 when hold on, when that come when that coming up? That should be here within a month. Yeah, yeah like, we'll be popping gonna... around different uh, places in the city, so Man, just stay tuned on our Instagram, and Facebook. You yeah, gotta let us know. We we'll post that shit. Try. We'll be at every one. But especially like if it's like this exclusive, like oh, you don't get it today, you might have for a week or so. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly gonna, how it's gonna be. That shit gonna hit. That shit gonna hit. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Y'all got a name for it or anything? <laughs> Not yet. It'll just be. Foco tacos al pastor right now, but we need that shit taco. so hard. It is, man. Yeah. Pastor is my favorite taco. That shit. I'll be like hard. catching the bay for real. Oh my gosh! And you get to show with it, man. Catch it, yeah. People might be asking for that cool at night. parties, like. So what you said? Here. You said you all are getting a truck. You said cart. So a we're getting cart. a cart built, so we can just pop up. Pop up, dog. See, pop like up. that is one thing that we are missing for sure. Is just like yeah. Walking down the street. You've been to LA. Here's right? some fucking food right dogs. here on the street. Everything. You got the dogs, you got the little fruit salads, yeah. you got the elotes, the corn on the cob. Yeah, I'm missing that. I hope, and it sounds to say this, I hope that people see y'all doing, I hope people bite that shit and put it all over the city. Me too. And people start <laughs> what you were saying earlier about like the food trucks and it being so hard right now, I think that's one of our big hopes too that like it kind of opens the door for everyone to just be like, yo. Let's fucking do it here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I hope happens. I'm glad you brought that full circle because that's just needed. That's just needed, needed, bro. But do y'all not think that there's, like, have y'all looked into doing it on the street yet? Like, is there, might be a uh, reason as to why that's not allowed? We're just going to do it until someone says we can't. No, I, no I, I hear you. No, I, well, I, I hear don't you. Know, I don't know. I'm just but like that personality of Josh. People <laughs> have tried to do this and like it's not allowed for some reason. Because yeah. Louisville's petty like that. Like Louisville really is. If you don't know, like Louisville has the third most restaurants compared to density a city behind New York and LA. So the restaurants hold a big stake, but like I don't say I ain't going to have no problem because I, I mean, I don't know. It's easy I, and it's going to speed it. But I like, want it to happen. Do that I'm just shit. wondering I just if don't it's want not happening because of a reason. No, it's not happening because people Come don't on. know about that shit. They ain't, that shit, they, they ahead of the game. We might even blur this out unless they get this shit popping. They ahead of the game on some shit. That shit yeah. got <laughs> I agree. I agree. I just hope it's not. Come on. Right. You're right. just think, putting like well, pineapple and like a word in a taco. But yeah. what no, I'm no, saying, no, 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 not that, not that at all. I just I would just wonder if like the city is petty about that. <laughs> I don't know, who knows? There's a high guy. This city. Yeah. People do well, it. There, people, yeah. Cars are different in the trucks too. Carts are different in the truck. Well, it was like a little cart. Yeah, it's the same thing. So, like, I have a cart. It's way different in the truck. I just think about... There's other worst things happening. I'm just wondering if, like... I didn't have to discredit what your idea no, at all. No, it's so only fire. It's just, like, you just don't see it. So, I'm just like, is it, like, not allowed? But yeah. No, I think, I think it's allowed. I just keep on doing it because I got hot dog hands out there every day with this car. Exactly. Okay. It's different with a truck. So it's different with a truck because the trucks are like got a stage put and they're parking outside. And there's a business, there's a restaurant everywhere in Louisville. Uh-huh. So yeah. trucks can't pop up. But like with the tacos <laughs> and the, the a lot of new cars and that shit just like, whoop, like that shit's gonna yeah. fire. And it's gonna be elusive. 
But then, like, people were doing that shit. People were doing shit like my taco <laughs> man. He was doing that shit four days a week. They talking one day a week. That shit gonna be gas. Do you that. all know the guy that's been doing the burrito tacos who apparently sells out, like, every day before two? We don't know him, but we've seen. Yeah? We've seen it. Have you had it? No, nah, we, ha- nah. we haven't. They haven't met El Morcajete now. Do they, they really? They have the birria tacos, yeah. Ooh. They're pretty good. Yeah, that's nice. It's hot right now. Right? It is hot. Yeah. It's a hot thing right now. Yeah. Somebody else Instagram, some... dog. Yeah. Because it's fire. Instagram, it looks bro. so beautiful. It when looks you see like the tacos dipping into it. They the... put that shit, bro. Yeah. Instagram got the shit going up. We had some that agave and rye. They didn't hit. They didn't hit. They didn't hit. They didn't hit. How do y'all feel about agave and rye? It's not tacos. Nah. It's not tacos. <laughs> They're a lotte. fire. Is it good? Okay. Their lotte is fire. So when we go, we get drinks and a lotte. Because like they really do have like a really good patio ambiance, I would say. Like it's one of the few patios that are open for lunch right now. Ain't too. nothing okay. worth it though. The price is like and we we went there two, three times, I don't think we ain't no Gave and Rod goers. Like the food ain't the best, the lotte fire, but it's everything over price. They paying for that patio though. That patio yeah. fire. Yeah. Yeah. I only go there because I want to sit outside. Yeah, like, and the is not bad. So we ain't hungry. We but I'm okay. Tell I went to school with um, wow, the girl whose parents own that. So I go there a lot. But they never had burrito tacos until nah. apparently now. So we gotta go get it. It's good. Shout I want to try Chef Paco burrito tacos. Yeah, yeah. I went to Maria. Shout out to Maria. Shout out to Maria. Oh, you you know you know I make them. She's you know, a I'm making good people. I want to make the best tacos you ever have, for real. Like, I've been, like, for me to taste the... My mom used to take me to, like, the mercados, the markets, like, like the dip, like, uh, Mexico City. And, like, I know how to taste. Like, and mm-hmm. for me to taste, to, like, make something that is not as that level, yeah. it's just, like, mm, and you got a culinary background, so you know how to get it. <laughs> and you talk you about like, true craftsmanship. Like, this is, when was it? Last week, I was listening to Paco talk about how him and his mom would, I mean, you can tell the story about the corn, man. Like, how you all would grow that shit from the ground yeah. up and make your tortillas fresh from the fucking corn, dude. Like, uh, it's. So when I asked it's you, you said, was you cooking for my child? He said, no, I wasn't just cooking. He, he said, no, but he wasn't just cooking. He was, he was making tortillas from the was farming, man. But then I was like fucking scared. Like, my mom, like, after that, my mom would take me to, like, she used to, like, sell, like, little stuff in, like, the school. Like, she would, like, sell, like, flags of Mexico and, uh, September 15th, mm-hmm. but when she took me to, to like buy all the Prada, like she would take me and buy me like the best tacos okay. of Mexico City. And like, she would have me like sit down and eat my tacos. So like, I got respect for tacos, man. Like, so she like made you enjoy no, it? No, like, man, she, like she, uh, my so mom, I, best love, I, I love my mom. Like, I love my mom. She, the, she gave you that palate, that made you great that mm-hmm. bothered man like I, I don't know how to make bad food like I have to make good food that tastes <laughs> no, like no, good. I don't know how to make bad food <laughs> like, I mean if I make bad food I'm just like it doesn't taste like the tacos that my mother bought me when I was like fucking like sit down and while she was like buying stuff like yeah 
Oh, that, I love, love for my mom, for yeah, real. My dad, oh. my brother, Josh. I'm just like grateful for real. Like, yeah. I'm, I've that. been feeling this way. Like, yeah. life is good. Like, even though we stuck yeah. in the pandemic, life is great for real. Like, and I see the city, everybody. I'm glad. Like, see, there's a lot. There's so many people to interview because I see so many people doing their damn thing. Like, yeah, true. I'm like, who the fuck to talk to? Because like, I'm looking at everywhere and like everybody's fucking doing their fucking thing. Like, and that's just a good ass thing to see. Like, I, I love that shit. I love to see people working and. Especially y'all, y'all working and got a purpose, and it's just like y'all, y'all know what matters and shit. Y'all know what matters. Y'all trying to build some build a culture. I didn't even know y'all behind the salsa nights and y'all was doing that shit. For sure, that's what this. Yeah, mm-hmm. we definitely gotta get a salsa little. You did go with some food at the. We're making burrito tacos and salsa in the backyard. Colored Congress. Yes. Tacos, salsa. Yeah. It's happening. Let's go. So, what's y'all's favorite Mexican restaurant? Let's see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is that. It is my favorite. It, yes. My second favorite is Las Gorditas. I'm not gonna lie. I'm asking them though. Uh, the most authentic, like. Shit. What do you? I mean, authentic be like Las Gorditas. Uh, the most best authentic be Foco for real. Yeah. <laughs> I like La Mexicana in front on um, Preston Highway in front of the. Supermercado. Y'all, y'all know the big grocery, the big Mexican grocery store? Nah, I don't on, know. You, on Preston? Is it bigger than me, Preferida? On Preston? It's more grande than the Preferida. A lot of people hate their tortillas. The, the Preferida? They taste sweet. Like, my mom's tortillas didn't taste sweet. Like, they fucking sweet as fuck. Like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why don't they sweet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, like the I like how they wrap the tortillas yeah. the tacos, but I like that they're small, like street style okay. small tacos, like two bites and you're good. Where is this at? You said uh, on Preston Highway in front of uh, the supermarket, the Mexican okay. supermarket. I've never it's seen like that. right up. Like Preston Highway. Y'all know where La Tropicana is. Yeah, it's right on the street. Yeah, that's like, the one Drop talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop said that's food fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too. they have their truck on weekends only, and it's okay. it's fire. It's they good. have pastor there too. Whew. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's the weekend tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> it's tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. I got so many places to go this week. We got a bar, man. We gotta go to goddamn Mexican <laughs> trucks. No, I love all of it. But y'all like El Malcajete too, you said? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's probably where I go the most because it's close. Yeah, it is The close. micheladas. Oh, the micheladas. Oh, Get a michelada. Best michelada. Yeah. I never drink micheladas. No? No. Where, where is your best michelada? I like the michelada at uh, La Loma in Clarksville. Okay. Mm. It's fire. I like it with tomato. Yeah. yeah. It's like the tomato juice and like chili Spencer's powder. Spencer's like that tomato Pasta. tequila life. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> Y'all got vegan stuff. You ever had Foco? Uh, nah, because I don't know. I, don't, I haven't been to Logan Street too much, like, since, since all the alcohol stuff. Dog, you live right there. I got vegan options. We can make you vegan tacos, vegan enchiladas. Y'all have cactus. Vegan chilaquiles. We had cactus. No. You said you got yeah. vegan chilaquiles? Vegan chilaquiles. We should get cactus again. Yeah, cactus like, is a good veggie. It, I, sure. I fucked with it. Yeah. This is the second good. time somebody asked me about cactus, cactus. and I'm like, I'm feeling it. Cactus I, needs I to come back. I like the cactus a lot. 
I did. I can understand with COVID, it's probably difficult to acquire, but it's nothing is difficult, it's man. Like, I always got cactus at the supermarket. Yeah, I've never really? not seen cactus. What's that? The chayote. The chayote. You like chayote? Because uh, I grew up. It's it's a Jamaican thing too. So really? Like cho -cho. Oh shit! So it was until like probably two years ago I realized like. Oh, Choyote is the same thing as Cho-Cho, like... Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Cho-Cho. Because it's okay. not that different from, like, zucchini, nah. but it's better. What, Choyote? No, cactus. Oh, cactus? Yeah. yeah. Cactus is fire. Like, the texture, like for, I love the for texture, us, right? like, zucchini, if you ever want to eat cactus, it's very close to zucchini, but it's better. Have you it has sure? more flavor. You ever watch yeah. this called The Final Table on, uh, Final Table on uh, Netflix? Yeah, they had the one bit had to make the cake. That show was fire. It is. Let me come and see it too, because that show was fucking fire. I'm ready. Yeah, that shit was fire. But I watched it. I'm like, you motherfuckers is cold with it. Cactus is just a little. It's a little late, labor intensive too. Just because you gotta like. Well, I mean, I know Papa doesn't care because he he refuses to take any shortcuts. No shortcuts, I never. Like, I feel you. We can, I fuck with that. Like, cactus can be relaxing. Like, I'm just like, fuck, <laughs> like, cleaning all my fucking bad thoughts. Like, <laughs> uh, it's like a once a month thing. You can't, yeah, you can't like, do it, have it on the menu. Just have a special Meditating. for the cactus. Cactus are coming back. All right. yeah. I love that. Man, I love cactus. Like, I grew up with cactus. Yeah. yeah. Like, my mom will tell you, like, uh, I got a very good memory with cactus, so, you know. A lot of people don't think about eating cactus, I feel like, but you can eat cactus. Yeah. Cactus True. is for not weird, but different people. Yeah. Like, people that wants to think different and the people that wants to, like, think about, like, man, I'm just trying something new. Adventure. Plus, cactus are healthy. Yeah. Um, they're something Mexican that we're trying to like be like taken from Chinese people. <laughs> and I mean, I feel like I can be a cactus. I'm just like, I feel like cactus represents myself. You got a cactus tattoo, don't you? I do. I love that. Cacti are, like cactus are very... Ah, oh, shit. Big ass cactus. They're very cactus. strong <laughs> plants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're very strong players. They are a strong player. Like, when I'm being out in L.A. and I'm seeing, like, I was just thinking this cactus is, like, the one we have in our house and, like, cactus I see on TV. Oh, like, cactuses in L.A. being, like, tallest trees. I'm like, these motherfuckers is huge. Yeah. Like, they thrive in the desert. Ca cactus can survive of anything. Yeah. 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 That's dope. I'm excited to bring that back. Bring back that lamb. Quesadilla, I was mad. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 Oh yeah, that was, was so good. I wish the well, cause we you did a torta or well, how did you do that with the bread? It was a tortilla, like just kind of like like a, something a little fried. thicker. Yeah, but I like the consistency of the friedness of it. So I don't know yeah. how you do that, but it was that, thin. Shit, that shit yeah. is so. The tortilla funny. could be a little bit thicker. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But like, if that's what that is, that because like I was like, I love the flavor of this. I just. Wanted it because, like, it kind of just like broke apart 
a little bit, but right. even, was even after it broke apart, though, I was just like, piecing oh. it together. <laughs> and we had a dumbass idea to split one. We got split one and got uh, something else. Yeah, and we just like, it's just, yeah. Oh, this one It was really good, though. Yo, shout out to Nick. Nick came up with bro, that idea. Fucking Nick, uh, man. Who's Nick? Nick is our, our sous chef. Okay. Yeah. Um, we had been talking about. So that burger was called La Yudesa. Uh Tlayuda is like a Oaxacan street style food. Uh, it's corn based. It's like a big, like chewy tostada. So that was the idea with the like the bun part of it. So we called it Tlayuguesa. Like um, hamburger is hamburguesa. Um, and we had been talking about Tlayuguesa because we had watched this, uh, what was it called? Papa, was it Chef's Table? Mm. Um, uh, it's street food. It's street food. Street food on Netflix. Have you seen it? So the woman that makes Tlayudas in, in the show is Diego's neighbor in Mexico, in Oaxaca. So we were talking about that like two Damn. weeks prior to like making that uh, hamburger. And it was, it was like meant to be, man. It just worked out. Damn. That's wild. That's wild. I just watched the whole... I watched the whole chef tape. What show was it on? Uh, what? It was street food, right, Papa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, street food. Yeah, that's great. I love that. The world is so small. Honestly. It's so small, man. Shout out to Foco. We don't eat no El Nepal around here. <laughs> I just I ain't starting no... I ain't starting no restaurant, B. But we, we don't eat no El Nepal. We right don't here. eat no El <laughs> we only eat Foco, man. It's been a great episode. I don't know what time it is, but we at the bottom of the bottle. Cups over. It's been a bottom. great episode. We eat Foco tomorrow. We, man, whenever y'all come with the Maracha tacos, y'all better send me a text, man. Maria Maria, how you say it? I say it wrong every time. Maria. <laughs> I said Baracha. Oh, Baracha. I don't know what that is. I, said, I like that name. We got the We can call it that. Yeah. That, that, would like like that, that, that would be a stable for real. <laughs> man, I like to be different. I, I don't want to like Yo, but for real, though, um, tequila right. on Story on Birria tacos. Okay. <laughs> the last time I went to Mexico, so... Uh, my uncle is like, he has a corner store and he has like a little wood fire oven outside of his uh, corner store. But he also has a farm where he has animals and horses. And like that region of Mexico, um, people that work in like the fields, they drink mezcal in the morning with their coffee. So I, I pull up to his corner store one day because like all my family was on the same block. And I pull up to his corner store one day and I'm like, well, what's up, Theo? What you doing? He's like, oh, I'm about to go get to the market to like source all my vegetables and fruits. And he's like, you want a little piquete? Like a little touch? I was like, touch? Touch of what? He was like, mezcal. And I was like, dude, it's 8 a.m. He's like, don't worry, man. Drink it with your coffee. So we go. He pours like a third of a glass. He's like, yeah, just take it with you. So we're driving to the market and we have the birria tacos like after we source all those vegetables and it could be like borracho means drunk so we were lit borracho <laughs> I <laughs> that could be it it's a word I just didn't I just I don't know what it means I think y'all did something <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it you three to the drunk tacos yeah <laughs> I mean when I'm drunk that's what I want is some pretty good tacos like you, you, yep. the taco is drunk cause you dipping it in the liquid yeah. you feel me yep. the, the taco is drunk yeah. you just saucing it up sauced up 
You mm. just admitted something right there. Watch out. Cheers to that. I got a little bit. I don't even think y'all have anything left. It is action. It's the bottom of the bottle podcast. Shout out to all y'all. Just folk over everything. And we got the homies. I need all that clothes when they drop. And shout out to Jig for being right here. Shout out to Spencer for holding us down with his broken ankle. <laughs> Tell Spencer to get a treadmill, get a gym membership. He tried to skateboard last time, broke his wrist. Now he's walking with a sprained ankle. Tell Spencer to get gym membership. You <laughs> <laughs> try to work out with the earth. You keep hurting yourself. It's <laughs> 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 like uh, the bottom of the bottom podcast. We out here. You added that, that baseball bat. Bye. Bye.